calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Sarah Michelle Gallagher, Buffy the We stand together, a pop culture academic symposium. We That's are the right. pop culture professors. So true, smart people, dumb topics. I'm Caitlin Bitsagai. I'm Lauren Brickman. And you know what's weird about us? Oh, We've no, been what? allowed in college <laughs> classrooms, not only as students where we earned advanced degrees, but in classrooms where we help other students get their degrees. <laughs> also known as being teachers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we are the professors of pop culture. Lauren, we're here to talk about standing today. What are you standing this week? And what is standing anyway? Well, standing is being an obsessive fan of something. And if you were to ask my students, they would probably tell you that all day, every day, I'm standing Harry Styles. Sure. And they would be correct. Um, 
they did all do a prayer circle the other day when they found out I didn't <laughs> get tickets to his show in New York. They were worried about me. Um, but the thing is, to any of my students who might be listening today, I want to assure you that your professor's mental health is slightly better than you thought it was because I am also a stand of other things. For instance, another musical act. Wow. Called AJR. Explain. Tell us all. Everything. So AJR is an indie pop trio uh, composed of three brothers, Adam, Jack, and Ryan. And they've been producing music since around 2005. And I saw them live for the first time this weekend at Forest Hill Stadium. And my God, it is the most theatrical concert I've been to in a long time. Wow. There were there was the Blue Man group performed with them. There were so many colors and lights. My goodness. It was so much fun. And I went from being a fan to a stan. And so, yeah, that's what I'm standing right now. I've been listening to AJR. I love that. Okay, I was going to say I've been listening to AJR nonstop, but I've truthfully have been going back and forth between AJR and Harry Styles, Harry's house. But that's huge. That speaks to how great AJR yeah. is, that you're willing to take even one second break away mm-hmm. from your beloved Harry Styles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, shout out to former guests of the show, Rachel Smith, Ariel Gitlin, and Victoria Edel, because you better believe the texts have been nonstop since Thursday, right before the album dropped. And I just feel so safe in that community of stands. That's so wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Caitlin, um, what are you standing right now? You know, I'm going, I'm going back to the well, uh, and actually, mm-hmm. a topic I haven't spoken on in a while, which is the wonderful programming of Bravo. Mm. You know, I'm always current on Bravo and really yeah. never let up. But some people fall off, and they're like, "It used to be good," and I, I lost track. I just want to say, Atlanta is back. Atlanta wow. is back, and it's back. And the editing is so funny. It's like blind date level editing. <laughs> Mm. Uh, as far as the comedy commentary about what's going on i'm enjoying Mm -hmm. it so i would just say to those that have fallen off climb right back on you know Mm -hmm. there were some bad seasons in COVID, and i understand why people Mm -hmm. uh, got bored but Mm. it's back it's way back that's exciting i've always been a big fan of that particular franchise so i'm excited to hear it's Mm -hmm. back and I feel safe to come home. Yeah. Well, Sheree is back. Marlo is finally a housewife. Thank God. <sighs> I love Sheree. She really do. Peach. Oh, I mean, the editing on when, when Sheree enters again for the first time, they play her highlights, <gasps> like the audio of it as she's no. walking up. Yes. Okay. They really right. know what they're doing. It's nice to have something to look forward to, you know? In life, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was needing something and now I have something, so... Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. But we have something to look forward to in the immediate that's true, future. That's true. That's and true. That's true. Is to talk today with our wonderful oh, guest. I'm so excited. Please welcome to the show, Grace Edwards. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Grace. I mean, first of all, I just want to say, you know, in response to your whole Atlanta thing or whatever, mm-hmm. who gonna check me, boo? <laughs> that is my favorite Sheree Whitfield oh. line of all yes. time. Who gonna check me, and, boo? And she doesn't oh. quite throw a chair when she does it, but she like the chair that she's sitting in sticks to her, so she has to like mm-hmm. push it down. Yeah. Oh, beautiful, beautiful yeah. stuff. Iconic, um, iconic forever. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. It's just thrilling to know that she's back. I just, it's just, oh. She's the first housewife to come back twice and to leave twice. My God. 
I can't believe they gave Marlo a peach, though. I mean, she tried oh, for mm. so many years or whatever. Well, and she was like, in a lot of ways, the lead character now. She has her business, Le Archive, which is very confusing wow. and no one really understands what right. it is. I mean, it's a, some sort of fashion business, but she's unclear of what she's going to be doing with that. She has an interesting, like, heartwarming story, which is that she has at least temporarily adopted her two nephews while her sister oh, is incarcerated. Okay. Mm. So that gives you like the heartwarming aspect. She's doing a lot. She's doing a lot. And apparently Cairo, Sheree's hot son now works for Tyler Perry. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, wow. I will tell you the last thing that I remember of Marlo that like, was because I'm on and off of Bravo. I'm one of those right. people you were talking about. Of course. I'm on and off it. And the last time I remember I saw Marlo, she was at some event and she was wearing a breastplate. You know, <laughs> like she had one of those drag queen breastplates. And I'm just like, yeah. girl, yeah. what are you doing? Like you have titties. Like what? You don't have to put on rubber titties. But I remember that. Uh, that's the last thing I remember of Marlo and also like all the drama that she used to bring in previous seasons. Oh yeah. And she's going to, and she's also building a house because one of them has to be building a house at all times. At all times. And she invites, she invites Kenya and Sheree over and tells the contractor before they get there, like to not really listen to anything they say. Cause this so wait, wait, bad. did, 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 did she by Sheree ever come out? She has some joggers. That's what she'll tell you. She okay. she's marketed some joggers, but it's never been a full, a full line. spring line or anything. I don't think I've ever enjoyed something as much than watching her at the reunion answer the questions about what was in her <laughs> line, but also not at all answer what was in the line. No, and it, some of the most beautiful depiction of evasiveness that I've ever seen in my entire life, wow. and I just respect mm-hmm. her so much. She does like throw it back on. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? She does throw it back on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, other people. Such a confident gaslighter. Because she sells joggers. For some reason, she had a t-shirt that said joggers, but in the font of Google. And it was mm. never like explained <laughs> wow. why it was like a Google parody shirt. But wow. I didn't need it explained. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're not just here to talk about Real Houses Atlanta, though. I'll be looking to mention it every other mm-hmm. minute. but. We're also here to talk about an amazing show we grew up with. Grace has a special relationship with it. It's Daria. Yeah. Daria. Yes, I do have a special relationship. So uh, we are doing a little spinoff called Jodi. Yeah. yeah. We're so, so excited. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited too. We announced our cast recently, which was very mm-hmm. exciting. And yes. uh, it's headed obviously by Tracy Ellis Ross playing Jody. So yes, we are Amazing. playing it, it is not a reboot. You know, that no. that's what I'm spreading the room word around. Like it is not a reboot, mm-hmm. it is a spin-off. And uh some people are like we don't like spinoffs, but guess what? You do if you like Daria, mm-hmm. because guess what? Daria was a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. So for also all the people coming for me in my <laughs> mention, who are like, leave Daria alone. Oh, should we have left Beavis and Butthead alone? Because mm-hmm. guess what? So. That is a spinoff. Daria is a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. So, yeah. Wow. Grace <laughs> is already educating people. 
I personally want to thank you because there's nothing I've wanted more since the day the series ended than for my friends to come back. So, (laughs) and Jody being at the very top of the list. Oh, thank you. I wanted Jody to be my friend so badly. Um, I had a really hard time differentiating uh, reality and cartoons. (laughs) (laughs) I really wanted to date Trent and have Jody be my best friend. I didn't understand they were cartoons. Okay, Trent is a fox. Thank you. And also Trent and Mac are both foxy, foxy men. Mm. So I, yes. I shared your crush on Trent. Um, some about that, like, growly voice and the fact mm. that he didn't give a fuck about anything. It was working mm-hmm. for me. It was working for oh, me. Oh, so I good. Love it. So good. Well, here on the show, we used to, we, we usually like to give our credentials and, and make the audience feel safe. I don't know how they could feel <laughs> safer than with you, Grace. You're literally... <laughs> creating jody but mm-hmm. but lauren what is your what is your daria cred how how can we make the people oh well, you know you? not quite as impressive as grace's but i think it should offer a little bit of credibility that as a youth um as i was when daria was airing i did convince my mom to allow me to purchase a rather expensive green like hunter green suit like power suit from the oh, gap yeah. Simply because it was almost the exact color of Daria's blazer that she wore. Mm, And so I thought I was Daria. I didn't know at the time that I was basically cosplaying. Um, Mm. I didn't have the language (laughs) for it. But a big part of my personality was accidentally cosplaying as Daria. It wasn't really an accident. It wasn't really an accident. But that is my credential. And I was proud that I found it at The Gap because... To me, it was exciting because uh, a lot of people mistakenly thought Janine Garofalo was the voice of Daria, which she was oh, not. No. Tracy Grandstaff. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved that people would always talk about Janine Garofalo because I loved her in Reality Bites and she worked at The Gap. So in my brain, it was a funny sub joke <laughs> that like I bought it at The Gap, mm-hmm, but it was, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, that was how ill I was as a child. I love that. Thank no, you so it's much. it's not ill. It's, it sounds perfectly reasonable. Grace, where have you been all my life? I needed you. <laughs> I'm here to hype you up, girl. That's what oh, I'm here for. <laughs> I've, oh, I needed to meet you 20 years ago. More than, Oh, my God. More than 20 years ago. I am old. Uh, how about you, Caitlin? What's your credit this week? You know, it's so funny that you tried to look like Daria because mm-hmm. I was always, when I was younger, compared to Jane. I got wow. it all the time. And especially when I had and sometimes still have like short dark hair, I get it mm-hmm. constantly. And my older brother's name is Trent, which mm. blows people's ah. minds once they have already made that observation. And then they're like, is he in a band? I'm like, well, we're not actually from the show. But <laughs> but are you? <laughs> how can you be sure i don't i mean i'd love to find out we are in the show but i mean have you done your ancestry um maybe. <laughs> no <laughs> yes maybe it'll find out that we are Her from the show daria <laughs> the 23 and me result nothing yeah. would make more sense to me yeah no i agree i agree it would explain a lot actually no totally well i think it's time to play our first game I'm into it. Okay. Now, Grace, I know before we started uh, to record tonight, you were like, please don't do a trivia game. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know. I mean, like, that's the thing. I am the Mm -hmm. type of person, I will watch something a million Mm -hmm. times, but like not know 
like the behind the scenes trivia of it. I think so. because I have such faith in your <laughs> pop culture knowledge okay. Okay. that I think you're going to actually end up crushing this. And okay. today so. we're going to play we're going to be playing a game called That's Facts or Doesn't Track Daria okay. Edition. Okay. And so I'm going to give you a piece of uh, trivia and you're going to tell me that's facts if you think it's true or you're going to say it doesn't track if you think it's bullshit. And okay. before we play, I do want to just make a quick shout out to Jamie Gerber of Screen Rant and Jess Goodwin of BuzzFeed for their listicles that helped me put this game together. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Jamie wrote one for the 20th anniversary of Daria and Jess wrote one for the 25th anniversary of Daria. Wow. So incredible incredible and listeners will know you're all over the place with screen rant lauren as far as whether you are <laughs> mad at them or thanking them mm -hmm. one week to the next i love yeah. it it's a, it's a love affair screen rant should really <laughs> clock this and get me on the payroll stat or else i agree completely what are they doing all right but it's time to play that's facts or does it track here we go your first question is it facts or not that production for each episode took 10 months on Daria. Each episode took 10 months. I'm currently in the uh, heat of uh, Jody right now. Mm -hmm. So let me think. 10 months for each episode. <laughs> that sounds a little now, long, but... But then that was in the 90s when they things were slower. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just going to say, keep in mind that that's not saying that they were necessarily working on only one episode at a time. Just how much time each episode took to make. Um, I'm going to say that's fact. You're absolutely correct. Uh, Yay, it took, I got one! Wow. Yeah, for each half hour episode, it was 10 months of labor. And apparently they had 35 animation artists on staff. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's which sounds about right. blew yeah. my mind. It blew mm -hmm. my mind that they were that they got as many episodes made as they did in the 90s. <laughs> I know, but they're probably Crazy. like ones in the animatic stage, ones mm -hmm. like going up. So it's yeah. probably like a lot of overlap there. But um, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. I know that's like why on The Simpsons, they never made Bob Hope jokes because they were like, he could definitely be dead in 10 months <laughs> from now. Yeah. Oh, and we no. can't. That's so wild. <gasps> oh, my God. That's so then he wild. didn't die for like a long time. And they yeah. were like, we could have made a lot of them. <laughs> he, he's, he held on for quite a, quite some time. He did it for The Simpsons. <laughs> All right. I, you're one for one. I think your hot streak's going to keep okay. going. Let's see. Is it facts or not that the original voiceover talent cast to play the role of Trent was Jared Leto. Ooh. I'm going to say that's not true. Was, was the other you are one? so correct. It's, it doesn't track. <laughs> You're right. However, uh. however, they did use his character, Jordan Catalano from My So-Called Life, as the inspiration for the character because... Oh, oh. I, I can see that. I can see that. For yeah. sure. Because when, when My So-Called Life got picked up in reruns on MTV, it was so popular. The network was sort of like, ooh, use this guy. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I just say that because in the original Daria, there weren't a lot of, um, there wasn't any stunt casting. Like, it was right. just so no. people. Yeah. See, you know, you know, you know what's okay, happening. I know some things. All right, uh, let's see you if know I can keep things? this going. The next one I'm going to fail. <laughs> All right. 
Is it true that the characters of Jane, Quinn, and Helen were all voiced by the same actress? Jane, Quinn. Quinn. And their and, and uh, Daria's mom, Helen, yeah. I'm going to say that's true. That's a fact. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm not doing bad. <laughs> no, you're doing great. You're three for three. I had no confidence, guys. <laughs> I had all the confidence. And look See, at you. Yes. All three of those w- characters were voiced by Wendy Hoops, who continues mm-hmm. to have a very successful acting and voiceover career to this day. That's great. Shout out to Wendy. Amazing. Go, Wendy. <sighs> All right, here's another one coming at you because you knew there was going to be a connection to Grey's Anatomy somehow. Oh, I Is actually it- know this. <laughs> okay. All right. So, a member of the fashion club, Stacy, was voiced by Grey's Anatomy star Ellen Pompeo. Facts or doesn't track? Doesn't track because it was Sarah Drew. Wow! Nailed it, nailed it, nailed wow. it, nailed it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now, some might correct me and say, Everwood, Sarah Drew, but in this house, we say Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> wow. Iconic, oh. iconic. You're four for four. Oh, my God. And what about this fun fact? Is it fact or does it not track that Brittany, the cheerleader, was modeled after Pamela Anderson? Hmm. Was Pamela Anderson the physical inspiration for the cheerleader Brittany? I mean, it, it looks like that. I mean, definitely. I mean, the voice is different than Pam's, but you know what? I'm going to say that tracks. Am I right? This was a tricked question. <gasps> it was actually Jenny McCarthy on Singled Out oh. that they used. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. She's an MTV person. Right. Okay. They were always staying in, in pretty insular. Although they did sometimes reach out beyond the MTV oeuvre and use real celebrities for inspiration, including (laughs) Britney's cheerleading friends. Can you name (gasps) the three 90s celebrities that they used as inspiration for Britney's friends? This is your last question. It's a bonus round. I'm throwing it out there. I'm telling you this is facts, but I'm asking if you can no. think about who was popular at the time, who were the I hot know. teen actresses? Okay, well, let me let me try, but I feel okay. like it's not going to go well. I think you're going to crush it. Nev Campbell. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Who else was really big? Sarah Michelle Gellar. Amazing. Amazing picks. Um... I am drawing a blank on who else was popular. I'm, I, I'll give time. you one hint. This other actress, much like Sarah Michelle Gellar, was a huge star on the WB. On the WB. I, 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 I'm really drawing a blank for the last one. Let's just say Molly Ringwald. That's more 80s than 90s. I love it. But I, don't I love know. it. Great, you though. were absolutely right with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Ding, 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 ding. You got that okay, one. Nailed it. Now, your first choice was so close that I'm going to basically give you, if you were in my classroom, I'd give you the point because <laughs> it's so close. You said Nev Campbell, but it was actually Jennifer Love Hewitt, but they were both on Party oh, of Five. yeah, So yeah. they were both stars mm-hmm. of the horror movie. So it's basically the same thing to me. That's correct. And it was the one, the one I didn't get anywhere in there. <laughs> so I will say that Molly Wingwald did walk so that Katie Holmes could run. 
but it was <laughs> oh, Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was right. Yeah, you had the genre yeah, of yeah, people, yeah. right? Like, because mm-hmm. like Jennifer Love Hewitt plus Katie Holmes kind of equals Nev Campbell. Oh, yeah, for I, sure. I would say. I would say. <laughs> That's how math works. Okay. I would say you're at the top of the class, though. You absolutely crushed oh, that thank game. You. you know what? I did a lot better than I thought i would <laughs> you did great there you go you know what it was inside of you all along grace we always oh knew you God. were a star like the whiz it was inside of you all along <laughs> like <your best> <laughs> yeah playing this game is exactly like the arc of the whiz <laughs> <laughs> people have been saying it for months in many ways you know i was dorothy and the whiz in high school so <gasps> you're talking to a wow. okay the brags really <laughs> will stop <laughs> I've never been more enamored with a person than I am right now. Wow. This is, oh, yeah, wow. That was my, I was on the cover of the Southfield Chronicle. <gasps> what? The so, Chronicle. Um, yeah, the Chronicle, my hometown newspaper or whatever. There's a picture wow. of me as, as Dorothy. The is there footage of this production anywhere? I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could be used well, to bribe me. Um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it was it was a fun time though. I did have fun doing wow. it. Well, if any listeners out there happen to have gone to school with Grace and are like, actually, I have the VHS, please yeah. let us know because I would love to see this. <laughs> and, oh, wow. It looks like we're actually getting a call from one of Grace's former classmates. Oh, yeah. uh, yep, we're going to take a quick oh, break and see no. what they uh, have to say. And we'll be right back. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more. 
All right. Uh, unfortunately, that was a false alarm. It turns out it was just a friend of the show and former guest Ben Farha reminding me that he has VHS copies of every show I did in high school so that I right. should <laughs> and be careful. I should stop, mm-hmm. you know, putting it out there because what uh, he could give it back to me as good as I could give it to someone <laughs> else. So I will stop my hunt for your VHS tapes, Grace. You can rest okay, easy tonight. So sorry. So sorry for that confusion. But Caitlin, you have something really important to talk about tonight. Yes. Thank you so much, Lauren. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to talk about two characters on Daria that I think get short shrift when we Mm. remember it. And Mm -hmm. I think that they really changed the show. Of course, we love Mm. Daria. We love Jane. We love Trent Lewis. Quinn. We love Jody. We love Brittany. But the two characters that really made the difference were her parents. Mm. Yeah, they were great. They were great. And Jake. Mm-hmm. because unlike a lot of teen media, which just kind of represents the parents as just parents, right? Like they're the authority mm-hmm. figures. They're either just that they're authority figures or they're just completely out to lunch. We never really see them. Jake and Helen had their own personalities, their mm-hmm. own things they were facing every day. And that in turn affected Daria and Quinn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake was neurotic. He like tried to avoid conflict. He didn't always know how to be like a present father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like we find out that's because of generational trauma. Yeah. And he was basically, I don't know if so far to say emotionally abused by his parents, but Grew up in like a very, very strict household where he didn't know how to express himself. And then we mm-hmm. have Helen, who is, they, they both work in the corporate world, but we get the sense that Helen is more of the breadwinner, which mm-hmm. is something she's like dealing with that as an idea in the 90s mm-hmm. um, of being like a corporate attorney and a mom and beyond just balancing it all, which we've we've seen that story. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, who am I? Is this identity okay? And that... Mm-hmm. The fact that we know so much about these parents and then like Daria has to live with them and parents are annoying no matter what they're like. And then on top of it, they're really layered characters. I think Mm -hmm. that really helped us know Daria better because home, whatever your family situation is, is not just like a bunch of uh, silhouettes of people moving around a house. These are real individuals. And so often like family or teen media doesn't fully show you that. Mm -hmm. And I think that was really revolutionary about Daria. And and even compared to its live action counterparts at the time, like uh, we've talked a lot on the show lately about like Mm -hmm. Dawson's Creek. And Mm -hmm. I I like the parents on Dawson's Creek and stuff, but they really came in and out right as needed. Mm -hmm. Whereas you felt the, uh, Morgan Dorfer, I love the last name. Morgan Dorfer's presence mm-hmm. every single episode. Like there was never like even if they were, didn't weren't prominently in the plot. Like she lives with these two people. This is her reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that that everyone loves Quinn, and I think Daria and Quinn's relationship. And it's so clear to me how those two parents would create those two different daughters too. Yeah, like it isn't just like wow, they're different. Like, you see how each of them has reacted to this Petri dish that they're from Mm -hmm. and moved in different directions with it in this super realistic way. So I just love that part of the show. I think it's it's rarely matched as far as family dynamic and us understanding how these people are created. And it's crazy that that happened in a cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, also... Mm. it's crazy that it happened in the 90s. Like, yes, a lot of shows were like women be shopping. Like, 
You know, if you look at like old, totally. old episodes of 90s sitcoms, I won't um, mention any by name because I work in this business and I want to continue to. Of course. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, something that I always say about Daria and something that really um, made an impression on me and me wanting to even, you know, being thrilled to have an opportunity to work on this franchise is that it was a feminist show before yeah. its mm-hmm. time. Like I was a nerdy girl. (laughs) And so the fact that Daria was a nerdy girl was so made such an impression on me. And when you think about all the women from that show, not even just Mm -hmm. Helen Morgendorfer, when you think about Jody's mom, when you Mm -hmm. think about Mm -hmm. the teachers at the school, they were never sort of feminine stereotypes. So what I love about Helen Morgendorfer is that she was like a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. She like always looked good. She was always juggling. It was pretty clear that she was the breadwinner, um, that she was comfortable with that. So yeah, it was like almost like Daria and Quinn were like the two parts of her. So mm-hmm. Daria was like the intellectual part of her that was like super intelligent and super great at her job and stuff like that and was ambitious you know to a certain extent i mean daria was ambitious to a certain extent she was smart i don't know if i would necessarily call her ambitious but quinn quinn was kind of the part of her that was a little bit more concerned with her appearance and concerned with what other people thought because she definitely did care what other people thought. And you could even see that in her interactions with Daria at times, Um, you know, trying to get her to be more social or whatever. And it was clear, like, it felt like Jake was like, very much the product of toxic masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like one of the earliest, you know, because obviously his dad was like so shitty to him. and was like, you know, basically an example of toxic masculinity. And look Mm -hmm. what we got of Jake because his dad was so nuts. And yeah, their relationship also still had a lot of love in it. Like there was so much acceptance Mm -hmm. that came from both of them towards each other which is kind of like a beautiful relationship and on some level acceptance of their daughters. Like they Mm. obviously had notes (laughs) on each of the girls, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, I think overall they were loved and accepted as they were. So um, I, I really do love that. I think that they did a good job with those parents and also Jody's parents um, making them actual characters of the show. And then also yeah. seeing how their influence like shapes those characters. So, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I think the feminism point is, is as apt with Jake because mm-hmm. to your point, like Jake just doesn't know what it means to be a man who is caring and, who, but who can, value their own opinion without thinking it has primacy like he's really working on all that in real Mm -hmm. time and he's trying he's like not like being reactionary you know what i'm saying right he's like he he doesn't like like constantly try to shut helen down which i think Mm -mm. is great like you know he is a little hempecked sometimes but i feel like for the most part he he loves and respects his wife and her contribution to the household. You know, something that like listening to you talk, Grace, and 
your points, Caitlin, like something that I didn't have an awareness of as a kid watching it, but like in retrospect, I think is pretty cool is that there was a lot of like the the creators had a lot of love for all of their characters in a sense that like you had an awareness of the fact that like every single character, no matter what their status was or what their like role was in the world had potential. And it was Mm -hmm. always like a, a comment on like what society like, says about like it was like everything like when when a character was like lower status or lower intellect or any or anything like that it was never a reflection of their like ability it was always a reflection of like the messaging the world was giving them right Mm -hmm. like and i think that was so like the 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 six sad world like through line of like kind of being in there was like oh like you're commenting on like society and like not necessarily like these characters like because the characters are all just like trying to figure out how to survive within these like infrastructures yeah and i think an, a perfect example of that is like Brittany and kevin so yeah. like yes Brittany and kevin they have such pure sweethearts <laughs> you know yeah. and they don't mean to be mm-hmm. like as dumb as they are um, and they always have good intentions. And it is because the world has told them that being smart yeah. is cool. Being a brain is not cool. Being a nerd is not cool. But they never, like, were that mean <laughs> to Daria. No. no. Like, they were always kind of embracing them um, and mm-hmm. not fully understanding what they mean. But yeah. they were never, like, mean-spirited you know, on purpose. Yeah. No, they were just, they were never really asked to be anything more than they were. And so they weren't right. Like they're just existing because that's all that they were told they needed to do. Like, why would we do anything more than we have to do? Exactly. I'm I'm popular. Like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm the the head cheerleader. I'm the head football player. Like why I'm winning at high school. Like, why would I be any different and but you know we all know that you know when they get out into the big world or whatever mm-hmm. though, it's it's not always the prom queens and the mm-hmm. football players that actually go on to succeed later um it's sort of like you're catching Brittany and kevin like in the sparkling years of their life or maybe not who knows right Brittany does make an appearance in uh jody so you'll get yay to see what yeah I want to believe that when we see Brittany again in Jody, she's like went off to like, I don't know, college, took a couple of classes, had a big wake up moment and stopped showering and is now like a militant, <laughs> like feminist lesbian. I would love that. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, you got you'll have to watch next year. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have to. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. I like the the kind of like taxonomy of clicks is very honest mm-hmm. in Daria. We're like, Brittany and Daria are not going to be best friends. But no. by the time you're even that high school age, most people are just fine with each other. And it's like, let's just survive this time. Yeah. So even though they aren't drawn to hanging out all the time, sometimes when you have to be around each other, it's like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's not it so bad. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She actually reminds me of a girl that I knew from high school. Like, you know, there were some... Uh, kids I knew in high school that were like legit bullies but I remember this yeah. one girl she was like but she was smart she wasn't like Brittany she wasn't um kind of uh dumb 
<laughs> but uh, I remember her being like a cheerleader and a popular girl and still like nice to me. And I was just like, wow, I suppose that could happen sometimes. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I do have some just like distinct memories of when I was like a freshman and like for no reason a junior was nice to me. And I can still think about that and be like, humans are okay. Yeah, exactly. Like the the hierarchy of high school, sometimes people bust out of it and are just nice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing stuff. Uh, Well, thank you uh, for for going on the journey with me Mm -hmm. through the the Morgan Dorfer feminist complicated (laughs) parents and beyond. Um, I think it's time for us to play another game. I think so. I think we have to. All right. This game is simply called Not Daria because Daria (laughs) had so many quotable lines. She is such uh, an amazing acerbic character. But guess what? So is everybody else on the show. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to quote a character. You're going to tell me what character it was. And I'll give you the hint. It's not Daria. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So none of these quotes are Daria. No. None of them are Daria. They're just from the show Daria. Okay. All right. As far as I'm concerned, the only difference between school and prison is the wardrobe. Hmm. It sounds like Daria. It does. But it's not. Let me go with Quinn. It's Quinn. Yay! Good job. Yes. Yes. Yeah, the wardrobe All is right. what tipped me off, you know, because she mm-hmm. thinks go. think about clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right. I'm attempting to acquire the knowledge and skills that will allow me to sell out. Hmm. Jane? Yes. yes. Nice. I think I remember that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Rent a brain. Rent a brain. I used to say this all the time. <laughs> but it's not brain. Lauren. It's someone from it's the so show. It's <laughs> so rude. It's such a rude thing to say. She, was, she, she had no other choice in this moment. <laughs> I'm between two. Okay. Let's go with Jody. Jody say it. Yes! yes! You know your girl. Yeah. Jody said it to See, Brittany. Now it is if the, if I had gotten that one wrong, I would have been fired immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have all your execs on the, the, the line. Um, all right. I don't believe in deadlines, Daria. Somebody that's not responsible. They don't mm-hmm. in deadlines. Mm-hmm. Can I ask for a hint or no? Um, <laughs> I'll say this. Yes. You're a, you love this character. You've already established that. Is it Helen? No. No. Interesting, what? though. It's Trent. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm, yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is funny when I compiled this, how many, like, as distinct as the characters are, there's sort of an overall worldview that comes out yeah. in, like, all of their quotes. Yeah, it's very Gen X, like, I don't give a mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Very much so. Um, all right, yeah. the final one. But what about our eternal love that was supposed to last till graduation? Oh. Is that Brittany? Yes! Yeah. Yay! Nailed it. Man, you did great. Wow. Another <laughs> you game you killed. Oh, thank you. Incredible. Wow, not bad. I, if I thought about it more, I would have gotten Trent too. But um, oh, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. He but you know, it's my brain. Listen, he's been living rent free there for a long time. <laughs> you had to kick him out at some point. I know, and why? He was so skinny. And <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, know? It's, it's 
He created Pete Davidson. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. We do have yes. him to blame. Kim probably watched too much Daria. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How does that happen? Kim that Kardashian happen? saw the movie Practical Magic, did a spell, created Pete Davidson, and that's how we are where we are today. Well, uh, <laughs> you know what? If she likes it, I love it. That's what I say. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, we're going to take a quick break because we have to get a book deal for If She Likes It, I Love It immediately. <laughs> and we'll be right back. All right. Uh, be sure to check out uh, if she likes it. I love it. Uh, coming out thanks to Random House, uh, summer twenty twenty four. Yeah, I'm just gonna okay, put it out there. To write it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then meet some people at Random House until like, I figure out how the book <laughs> yeah, industry deal, works. Like, have to, like, yeah. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. I figure there. that'll give me enough time <laughs> to figure it out. Speaking of manifesting things, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't take tonight as an opportunity grace to pitch you something because oh, okay. listen, oh. we all know that jody is going to be a huge hit it's going to be oh, amazing from your lips Mammoth. to god's ears please i Thank mean you. i was already excited and then the tracy ellis ross of it all everybody who listens to the show yeah. knows in this house we love tracy ellis ross so you know, let just, me tell you whew. she is as advertised that Queen is I'm sweating. The best. She's the best. She's the best. Oh, I love her. I just every new piece of information that comes out about this just makes me even more certain you're gonna have a huge certified hit on its hands, on so. your hands. You. And so maybe I'm being greedy, but I feel like in anticipation of how wildly successful Jody's going to be, it means that it's not too late for the Mystic Spiral spinoff that almost was. <laughs> to happen <laughs> oh my goodness yeah i mean that it would it would have to be set in the 90s though <laughs> that's the only problem you know well, it would have to be a uh period piece because we don't really do music like that anymore so here's where i'm gonna get a little out there with my pitch but you tell me what you think okay all right mm-hmm. so I don't know if you saw this, but um, a couple of years ago, I think it was for the I want to say it was for the 20th anniversary. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was for the 20th anniversary. Um, Entertainment Weekly reached out to the co-creator Susie Lewis mm-hmm. and one of the character designers, Karen Disher, and asked them to do like an update on the characters like oh check i in. saw this i did see this i did see this but first of all thank you Susie. wherever you are uh I yeah i have chody without you <laughs> uh never met her but uh very grateful she did such an incredible job yeah so i don't know if you remember this but in that entertainment weekly like special they like drew what the characters would look mm-hmm. like 20 years later and in it they said that Mystic Spiral might be over, but Trent will have never given up on his dream. And oh he would be still trying to make his music dreams come true with Trent uh-huh. Lane and the mystical explosion. And that mm-hmm. they think that he would be living in Queens and perhaps maybe uh, have like a little bit of money in the bank from the song Freaking Friends. That he was like sort of like <laughs> living off of a small amount of success from the 90s. So... 
stay with me on this one because okay, this is I'm, where I'm, I'm getting. Here. I'm here. I'm, right? I'm really right? going to throw this out there. Now, I can't apologize for being who I am. Like you said, why do we love Trent so much? I don't know. But as we established earlier in the show, the prototype for for Trent was actually Jordan Catalano. And I hate myself for how much I want this thing that I'm going to say. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe I'm going to say it, but I have to. Live action? I want it to be a live action animation hybrid, kind of like Woke. where So on Woke... We see the animations because mm-hmm. the Lamar uh, Morris's character is a cartoonist. But I'm thinking in the live action Mystic Spiral, it's because like Trent like sees things in color because of all of the years of artistic and drug induced mm-hmm. whatever. Sure. Like so we see sort of like it's like a hybrid. And unfortunately, who's a musician in real life? Jared Leto. Wow. wow. Like, oh what God. if Jared Leto actually played Trent? Trent. You know what? Oh. Uh, I think you should you should package this pitch. <laughs> you know, I could introduce you to my people at MTV. <laughs> I think it's a really good idea. I really do. Right. I think that that would top, and then I think that would tap into 90s nostalgia so much i think that people and you know we are seeing 90s nostalgia in our fashion we're Mm -hmm. seeing it in makeup hair everybody's doing the 90s right now so i feel like it's a perfect time and i just think i don't know there'd be something so fun to see jared leto as a middling midlife crisis Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's knock him down a few pegs and see how he stands. And I think it could be so fun. <laughs> oh, my God. I think wow. you should uh, totally do this idea. I think you should. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, it sounds insane to say about someone who works constantly, but I swear to God, he needs a comeback vehicle. <laughs> well, he's. No, we need Jared Leto to be likable again. He's just not That's very him. likable. Right. Like, no doubt is the man talented. But like, I have a hard time watching him on screen and not thinking about what an asshole I know he is on set. (laughs) Right. Sorry, universe. He knows this. He knows he's badly behaved. Oh, he knows. He tries to make it up to the cruise by getting them ice cream trucks, but you can only get so many ice cream trucks. But I really do think if he were to agree to do this, it would it could, it could, especially to come home to MTV that where you almost saved my so-called life. Like, <laughs> it just, oh my God. you know. I mean, I mean, I, I think it's a great idea. I feel like I could see this happening. I mean, I think you should manifest it into your experience, girl. Now, let me ask you, Thank you so is, much. Sarah, is Sarah Drew going to have any part in this? Uh, obviously, Sarah Drew would play Stacy. Her fashion life. Club so they character. are. Wow. Okay. Maybe yeah. maybe they're in a relationship now. Like maybe they like stayed in town. You know, they're <gasps> the only two that didn't leave Lawndale, wow. and then they are like in a relationship now. You know, got a couple wow, of wow, kids. Wow, 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 you know. Oh my god, that could be cool. If that like could be he still has confidence because he sees himself through Stacy's eyes, who still loves him. Yes. Back he, from. He, yeah, you know, wow. he was the cool guy. Um, you know, that that didn't go to college and stayed in town. Yeah. And she kind of, maybe mm-hmm. she went to like cosmetology school, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Also, they could have gotten 
pregnant really young and now their kids are getting ready to graduate and now it's the like and now is the moment where he has to make a choice like because she's going to be like what am I sticking around for the kids are gone so you've Mm got to make a choice Trent you're either going to be my partner for real now or not and so maybe this is his journey of trying to like like it's a real true midlife crisis but you know in the style of like a Bill and Ted's excellent adventure does he say listen this is my last chance. I'm mm. going to take my band on the road. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he's checking in every so often, but she's like pissed because she's at home with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he thinks <laughs> that he could just go off and do this <gasps> thing, but he had to do it. You know what I'm saying? Or else he would have right. been happy. And that's how we get to see all of the other characters because he <gasps> is go- the band is going on tour, but it's not a mm-hmm. like legit tour. So they're couch surfing. So they got to crash on Jane's couch. They got to crash in Dario's guest room. They have to, mm-hmm. you know, they're calling up everyone they've ever met. And that's and our inroad. Does does Trent fuck up Dario's relationship? <gasps> like, is she like married and have a man? Or whatever. And then he comes to sleep on the couch. It's late one night. They're reminiscing about old times. Mm-hmm. They fuck. Because okay. guess what? This is a grown ass series. This is life. This is yeah. this is like they this is real. Have sex yeah. hard. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hard. And the episode hard. I also want is okay. Stacy finds out about that. And she's mm. like, she makes a call. We don't know who it is. She's like, he fucking cheated. We see Brittany come over. They get drunk. They're having fun. They're partying. Maybe they hook up. <gasps> oh my yeah. God. Yes. Yeah. I would love it. Yeah. Or whatever. And they're just yeah. like, you know what? I, and then they like don't want to talk about it later. And then they both go on this journey to figuring yeah. out that, you know what? They ended up both marrying pieces of shit. And it, mm-hmm. it was just because they were <laughs> running away from the fact that they had this whole other desire and this whole yeah. other side of themselves that they didn't want to admit or whatever. So now, mm-hmm. like, Trent comes home, his wife's a lesbian, and yeah. he ain't got nobody. He got to start from scratch, you know? And then his, yeah. da- his, his son or his daughter are mad because daddy left. You know, mm-hmm. it'll be a whole... <laughs> it's so complicated because life is messy. Life is messy. And we're going to be real. We're gonna stop being polite and start being real. I turned it. <laughs> I turned it into the Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, it's a perfect Full circle. Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every element of things I can want. Mm-hmm. So, well, this is thrilling. Not only do we have a book deal, but we're greenlit mm-hmm. for production on greenlit Trent's Mystic Spiral. Okay, um, <laughs> because I mean, he's spiraling, spiraling out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into Yeah. It. And we probably we, we probably get the cartoons appearing after he goes on like some sort of like ayahuasca retreat in like Bushwick or something. Yeah, it's gotta be in Bushwick or yeah. um in Palm Desert, you know, something yeah. like that. You know, because yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's where Jane could live. She could be living mm. like like in an artist's community in Palm Desert yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Wow. Well, this has been so heartwarming and expanding. Thank you so much. (laughs) I am energized and uh, manifesting harder than I've ever manifested now. I I want that's pretty hard. You know, Grace, this has been wonderful work. Now that the stand stands have fallen in love with you and they're already eagerly awaiting Jody. But until that 
comes out, where can they find you? Um, well, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at GracieAct. That's G-R-A-C-Y-A-C-T. And you can find um, my podcast called The Antidote um, at the antidote pod um which is the with two e's um and you know listen to me and my um co-host kiki about how the world is a dumpster fire and uh, (laughs) we need a little bit of joy in our our world so yep that's where people can can hear me talk more on the antidote and you can see me live my life on instagram and twitter (laughs) both very delightful both very enjoyable 10 out of 10 on the joy scale Yes, and I'm sure all of our listeners have already subscribed. Um, But, you know, listeners, if you don't already follow us at We Stand Social, I find that confusing. What are Mm -hmm. you doing? What are you doing? Follow us at We Stand Social. Please, I need I, I need more social as I assume. So please come to We Stand <laughs> on Instagram and slide into the DMs. That's yeah, not- feel free to just DM, hey, Lauren, you okay? <laughs> and the response will be, no, but let's talk until I am. <laughs> <laughs> it takes well, a village stan stands well, it takes a village thank you so much for having me uh, thank you oh, so well, much Gra- this you, was, grace this was i i, I don't want to be too over dramatic when i say this but i do feel like in a way i got my make a wish today by getting to talk to you because okay. i'm that such a, a daria stan <laughs> and getting to talk to you on the heels of all of this big news is just truly so thrilling so thank you <laughs> <laughs> All right. such a until next until next time stands stands bye bye Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My gran says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready, for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a Storyglass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts.